Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Wednesday, everyone. Well, this week we have been talking about the laws of love. And presently we're talking about the second one, and that is the best expression of love is time. Time. The most precious gift you can give someone is your time, your focused attention. Now we say that because time is the most precious thing that we have. You can give someone money, but you can get money back. The only thing that you can give and never get back is your time. You invest a half an hour in something and you will never get that time back. And so time is very valuable. And when you give your time to someone, you are actually giving them a part of yourself because time is the stuff that life is made out of. Now, there have been many problems in marriages because guys just don't get this. I think women get this easier than guys do because guys are more task-oriented in general. And so husbands have a harder time with this. I've heard husbands say over and over again, I don't know what the problem is. I give my family everything they need. I'm a good provider. They don't lack for anything. I work hard and I provide for them. I give them a comfortable life. As if, what more would they want? Well, I'll tell you what more they want. They want you. They want you. Your son is saying, Daddy, look at me. Put down the paper. Play with me. Let me have your attention. You see, anybody can give them toys and games, but only you can give them your time. That's called love. That's what love is, giving yourself and your time to other people. Nothing can compensate for that. No amount of gifts, no amount of money, no amount of clothes. Kids don't need things. They need parents. They need parents who love them, who are giving them their time. The Bible says in Galatians 5 and verse 6, the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. We need to express ourselves through love. And we can only do that when we give people our time. Dr. Richard Swenson is one of the world's authorities on stress and he wrote this, I've come to believe that the speed of society is as much responsible for the problems of personal and social dysfunction as any other single factor. Virtually all of our relationships are damaged by hurry. We're always in a hurry. Many families are being starved to death by velocity. We walk fast, we talk fast, we eat fast, then announce, sorry, I've got to run. Doesn't that express it well? We are in such a hurry. We have filled our time with so many things and activities that our relationships are suffering, that really we don't have time to love people any longer. Chuck Swindle, the radio pastor that follows me in a few programs, said, Busyness destroys relationships. It substitutes shallow frenzy for deep friendship. 
Busyness feeds the eagle, but it starves those who love us. It fills the calendar, but it fractures the family. I think all of us realize it. I think, I think when we stop and just contemplate this, we would come to agreement and say, you know, that is true. So how do we change this? Well, let me give you a practical suggestion. Why don't we just turn off the television and the computer? Recent studies have shown that the average American watches, sits in front of the television or video screen six hours a day. Now, think about that for a moment. That's a lot of hours. If you did six hours a day, say five days a week, that's 30 hours a week. And that's not even counting Saturday and Sunday. 30 hours a week for a year is 1,560 hours in front of a screen. What does that mean? That means that in a year's time, you're spending 194 eight-hour days in front of a screen. That is incredible. And for all of that time, what are you getting back? We say we don't have time to do this, we don't have time to go there, and we don't have time to spend this time in the family, and yet somehow, on an average, we're finding six hours a day to sit in front of a television or a computer. So we really need to break out of this, to shift out of this. It's amazing how many people are watching reruns of Friends instead of going out and making friends. We need to come back and follow the admonition of Scripture. Ephesians 5 and 2 says, Live a life filled with love for others, following the example of Christ who loved you and gave himself as a sacrifice to take away your sins. So here it's telling us that we're to love others like Christ loved us. And how did he love us? By giving his life a sacrifice for us. Now, let's just lay aside the whole fact of laying down our life for another person and just come to this aspect. Is your love for someone else a sacrifice in some way? It really isn't love until it gets to this point of sacrifice. Love means giving up some time for someone else. It means I give my agenda for your agenda. I give up my time for your time, my preference for your preference. It means I give up what I would like to do to do something that you want to do. Now that's sacrifice, and that's the heart of love. It's not all the mushy kind of love you hear on the radio or on the television. Love is that I care so much about you that I'm going to put your needs ahead of my needs, your agenda ahead of my agenda. And that involves time. The truth is that most of us are in time-starved relationships. Your relationship would grow. Your relationship would be better. But it's suffering. It's starving for something. Your time. What's the logic of this? Why is it that we spend the least amount of time with those we love the most? And we allow work to rob us of the time with our family. We need to break out of this. I came across this poem written by a workaholic dad. He writes, I have a son who's five years old, a boy so very fine. When I look at him, it seems to me that all the world is mine. But seldom do I ever see my son awake and bright. I only see him when he sleeps. I'm only home 
at night. When I come home so weary in the darkness after day, my wife then says to me, you should have seen him play. So I stand beside his bed, and I look and I ponder there, and I wonder if he's dreaming. Why isn't Daddy here? So in light of all this, what steps are you going to take? Now here's where we come to it, and, and I've been here myself so many times. You know something, you agree with it, it is so obviously right, but what do we do about it? What practical steps do we take? And so I say again, turn off the television. Spend less time in front of the computer. Know that love is action, and love means taking time. And so I am going to consciously and intentionally spend more time with the people that I love. 2 Corinthians 13 and verse 5 says in the message, Test yourselves to make sure you are solid in the faith. Don't drift along taking everything for granted. Give yourselves regular checkups. You need first-hand evidence, not mere hearsay, that Jesus Christ is in you. Test it out. If you fail the test, do something about it. So here's what I want to ask you. On a scale of 1 through 10, ask yourself, how much time do I spend with my spouse doing what he or she wants to do? See, it's not just being together, but it's being together, feeding a relationship because you're loving the other individual, doing what they want to do. And then secondly, on a scale of 1 to 10, how loving are you to your children? How much time are you spending with them? What about parents? What about relatives and co-workers and neighbors? It just spreads out because we're not just to love our family. We are to love everyone. And so it begins, first of all, with our family and those that are closest to us. But this whole aspect of giving of our time and sacrificially putting other people's interest above our own reaches out to everyone. And so you need to ask yourself, how much am I doing this? And assess yourself. Because the second law of love says the best expression of love is time. Now that brings us to the third law of love, and that is this. The best time to love is now. Not tomorrow, not later, not someday, not one of these days, not when I get around to it, not in a short while. No, now. If you see how important showing love is in this way, then you need to do it now. Listen to these scriptures. Galatians 6 and verse 10. Whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone. And Ephesians 5.16, use every chance you have for doing good. And Proverbs 3.27, whenever you possibly can, do good to those who need it. Never tell your neighbors to wait until tomorrow if you can help them now. Over and over, the scripture tells us not to procrastinate, but to do it now. You know, there's some things in life that you can legitimately procrastinate on. You can say, I'm not ready to do that, or let's wait, or let's just postpone that for a moment. But there's one thing you should never, ever postpone, and that is showing love. 
If love is the essence of life, it's the number one goal in life, then it's something that we should do immediately. It should have priority over everything else. You know why? Because people die. Time marches on. Kids grow up. The things that we thought we had so much time to do, time runs out. And so we need to make a decision that if we're going to love, it involves our time and we need to do it now. I'm challenging us to have the goal that we will be more loving. And I'm trying to practically show us what we have to do to be more loving and to move it out of the abstract from a wishful hope to something concrete. So here's some homework for you. Why don't you decide that I'm going to take some time today to talk to each member of my family, to really listen and find out what's happening in their life? Now, for some of you, this is going to be a little awkward, but think of a way that you can initiate this naturally, that it doesn't seem so out of place. Give it some thought and do it. Well, that's our time for today. We'll be back tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.